Moving on to the NFL. And moving on to the NFL. So, Chiefs and Browns. I guess we'll start there. It was the best game, in my opinion, of the weekend. Only four games yesterday. Yep. Um, but the Browns and Chiefs played at 3 o'clock, I thought was the best game. First and foremost, the Chiefs should have lost this game. Uh, the Browns, Baker at the end of the half, had or uh, Rashad Higgins fumbled out of the back of the end zone, was uh, reaching for a touchdown, lost possession before he crossed the plane, and the ball went out of the back of the end zone, which is a touchback and turns it over to the Chiefs. Yeah. However, it should have been a penalty on uh, on Kansas City because it was a leading with the crown of the helmet hit, so really it should have been placed at the one yard line. And they called like two of those yesterday. In well, game, not in that, way. not in that game. In the Saints Buccaneers games, they uh, called. Oh, that's right. Which kind of got me a little frustrated. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so really, it should have been they they lost the Browns lost uh seventeen to twenty two. They really should have won probably twenty four twenty two. Patrick Mahomes, midway through the third quarter, goes out with a concussion. Why is that significant? Because looking forward in the week against, spoiler alert, the Bills, who won against the Ravens, will he be available? Plus, before that, they were looking at his right big toe, and he was kind of hobbling around before that. So how healthy will he be? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire should be back. Sammy Watkins should be back. So... The offense itself should be healthy enough to go, but how how healthy will the Super Bowl, the reigning Super Bowl MVP be? Is the quite is the question there? Um, now, how many games he's been a little bit banged up this season? I think Chad Henney started one or two games, didn't he? N- uh, no, Chad Henney just started the final game. Okay, uh, because Patrick Mahomes yeah. was resting. So the Chiefs. Wait, remember how we said that uh, at, at some point, at some point, all these one possession games are going to come back and be a benefit to the Chiefs, right? They played in 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 like seven straight one possession games. In, right, you in were the a little NFL. bit worried about. Them. Right, I was worried about, but I said that if they get in a close game in the playoffs, at least they'll be be prepared for it. Well, yeah. it came true yesterday. Chad Henning came in yesterday on a third and fifteen. I don't know how the Browns let that happen. But he sends everyone downfield, and then a 35-year-old Chad Henney runs for 14 and a half yards, and then Andy Reid got a his... bad spot on that. By the way, no, it was a correct spot. He's a half yard short. I would have. Nah. He's half yard short. Nah. So then on a fourth and six inches, or fourth and a foot and a half, yeah. he goes for it on his own like 49-yard line, knowing that Andy Reid decides to go for, it, knowing that if they don't convert convert it they're giving baker basically only half the field to go um now no timeouts but a minute and 40 left in the game right uh they do a sprint right option which is you take the ball you sprint to the right and tyree kill on a little pick play they throw it out there to him and they get it no problem because now most people would expect you to qb sneak that well qb sneak it run it but they went shotgun right and sprint right option and threw it and everything worked out. So so if that play doesn't work out, we're here and they end up losing. We're here kind of criticizing the call. You yeah. probably should have punted, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But everything worked out. So it really moves on to how healthy will Patrick Mahomes be for the AFC Championship game. Correct. But on the other side, I will touch on this. The Browns had the most wins since the 90s their first playoff win since 95 this year they won the most they won 11 games since the the mid 90s listen they found the right coach Kevin Stefanski who's a grown-up they found their right quarterback in Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield made one bad decision yesterday threw it back across his body it did not lead he threw an interception it did not lead to anything Kansas City ended up missing a field goal so it didn't really hurt them um but they still could have got a touchdown. He should have had an additional touchdown on top of that. Baker played very well yesterday. The thing that really hurt the Browns is they didn't have that wide receiver that can get separation. They really missed Odell Beckham. So the problem that the Browns are going to have moving forward, I believe, are Baker Mayfield is not a very good quarterback when Odell Beckham is playing because he feels like he has to force the ball to Odell Beckham. Hmm. 
But you kind of need Odell Beckham because when it gets to playoff time, you need that receiver much like a Stephon Diggs or Devontae Adams or or DeAndre Hopkins or any big-time wide receiver, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski. You need that big-time receiver that can get separation that when in doubt, the quarterback knows that he's probably going to be open nine times out of ten. Right. But I I, I, I want to commend, midway through the season, I called Baker Mayfield out. He kind of grew up. Kevin Stefanski kind of looked. They were running a lot of under center plays for him. They decided to back him up from the shotgun, run a lot more shotgun power running plays um, because they're a power football running team, and it, it worked out anything. Nick Chubb averaged over five yards a carry this year. He, he ran the ball. Baker's numbers picked up. He had... In the last, like, 10 games of the season, he had, um, or in the last, like, eight games of the season, he only had one interception in the regular season until yesterday when he added another one. So, Baker grew up. The Browns' future is bright. Plus, they finished third in their division. So, they get a third-place division schedule next year. Baker, you pick up his fifth-year option. He's still cheap. You're, so this Browns team moving forward, you're going to have to pay the offensive line and you're going to have to pay the running backs. And then you're going to have to draft wide receivers and draft defense really well. Um, but I like the the way the Browns are going. I no longer think they're the laughing stock of the NFL. And how healthy will Patrick Mahomes be for the AFC Championship game? Speaking of the AFC Championship game, let's look at their opponent, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills beat the Ravens. 17 to 3 and it really wasn't even that close. I turned on the game for about 15 minutes and um I kind of saw everything I needed to see. Lamar Jackson is exactly who I thought he was coming out of the draft, exactly who I thought he was going forward. Now, I did pick them to win this game because I thought that the more experienced quarterback, the better running football team and the better defense was going to win this. I didn't expect Buffalo's defense to actually play so well, considering they gave up 160-some-odd yards on the ground during the regular season to a team in Baltimore that was extremely hot running the football, over 250 yards on the ground in the previous like six games, averaging like five or six yards a carry. So I will say that, but Josh Allen didn't play good. Josh Allen didn't play great. He played good. Lamar Jackson didn't play good at all. He, now, he did leave the third, the end of the third quarter with a concussion and wasn't able to finish the game. However, at that point, nothing was really happening anyway. He just threw a pick six. Um, and the Ravens' defense really wasn't, or the Ravens' offense really wasn't able to do anything. The Ravens' defense held the explosive Buffalo offense to 17 points, a team that was averaging 30-some points a game over, like, the last six games of the season. So, where does that leave you for the AFC Championship game? And the truth, And the truth of the answer is, I don't know. Who do you... If Patrick Mahomes is if Patrick Mahomes was a okay and he was healthy and he beat the Browns by two touchdowns, which he probably would have if he played the game because they were going up and down the field on the Browns, then you you this would be an easy decision. You pitch you pick Patrick Mahomes. However, now we're at the decision where Patrick might not be healthy. He might not even be able to play. And then in that case, you pick Josh Allen. You might pick Josh Allen. Any right now anyway because the Chiefs didn't look all that down the stretch they didn't look all that good against the Browns but really comes down to the quarterback but the Bills didn't look that great against the number one defense well the Chiefs have a lesser defense and the Chiefs give up a lot of touchdowns in the red zone they gave up both uh, red zone touchdowns yesterday to Cleveland teams were converting at 70 getting touchdowns at 77% during the regular season um Jim Nance was saying on the broadcast yesterday this is a hard matchup to pick I I think 
again, if Patrick Mahomes was completely healthy, I think this is a no-brainer. You're going with Patrick Mahomes. you getting the spread and stuff. Is that what you're doing? Yeah, I'm also seeing if I have any uh, fines. I, I, I don't think. I don't, I don't think, see anything. You won't have says, anything well, until Wednesday still or Thursday. And still in yeah. the concussion protocol. So, uh, yeah, let me pull up the spread here for you. I, wait, I would like to see stats on which defense is better. Maybe I can do that. Let's look here. So, currently, matchup predictor on ESPN has the Buffalo favored 53-46. to 46. The spread is three with an over-under on. And as of today, Patrick Mahomes is listed as questionable, as is Clyde Edwards-Alale and Sammy Watkins. Over-under at 54. Um, you want to know... Uh, yards allowed, pass yards allowed, Bills have allowed 265, 204 for the Chiefs, rush yards allowed 156 for the Bills, 112 for the Chiefs. Um, they're putting up pretty similar points per game, points allowed per game. The, somehow with all those yardage allowed, the Bills are only putting up allowing 13 compared to the Chiefs 17. They're very similar teams. They're very, very yeah, similar Yeah, very teams. similar. The Bills defense is a tad better. But still, the Chiefs are yards allowed. The Bills give up way more yards, but I think it's because that they're blowing teams out. So that, like... Like their pass yards, the Bills are giving up 265 pass yards, which is that's an indicator of they they're leading a lot, so teams are passing a lot. I again, I, I'm taking I'm taking Patty Mahomes nine times out of ten if he's healthy here, but the problem is I don't know if he's healthy and that plays a big role. And yeah. Josh Josh Allen hasn't played great down the stretch. Uh, Josh Allen. For the game against the, let's see here, against the Ravens, Josh Allen. Andy Reid said, quote, we'll see how he's doing today, but right now he's feeling pretty good. Josh Allen was 23 of 37, 206, one touchdown, no picks, and a QBR of 51. The Bills also only ran the ball for 32 yards. The Bills are not a very good running team, by the way. and They don't have a running back, that's why. So, to me, this comes down to is whose defense do I trust more? And I, honestly, I trust I trust the championship level of the Chiefs' defense, as long as they can keep teams out of the red zone. So I'm going to reluctantly pick Kansas City, but I could totally see the Bills winning. I mean, if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play, then obviously pick the Bills. Obviously, pick the Bills. There's a hashtag going around that anything's possible. Oh well, he was, he, he basically made two plays. He actually was really terrible before that because he threw a really bad interception the drive before that, and then it was third and fifteen because he took a very bad sack before that. So he really made he made the scramble on third and four on third and fifteen to get. 14 and a half and then he made the one pass Tyreek Hill on fourth down to ice the game um I'm going to take well I'm going to take the uh it again if Patrick Mahomes plays I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three because I think that this is a uh four point but somewhere between four and seven point game and I'm okay. going to take the if Patrick Mahomes plays, I'm taking the over because I think that this is a 27-31, uh, 27-35, 28-35, something like that type of What game. if Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Sammy Watkins are healthy, but Patrick is deemed out? I, I, My faith in Chad Henney compared – uh, the line will completely flip, but I'm going to ju- – then at that point, I'm picking the better quarterback. Okay. Listen, Chad Chad Henney, his first playoff snap ever was in that game yesterday against the Browns. His first start, which was week 17, was his first start in six years. So the experience, there's not, not a whole lot. I expect Andy Reid to develop a good game plan and give him some. But listen. 
By the way, um, I'm better than you are at picking NFL games. Yeah, yeah, because you picked the Bills instead of the Ravens. I uh, listen. A perfect record speaks for itself. Doesn't matter how I got there. You, I don't think you were perfect. I was perfect. I picked all the games. I picked Green Bay over the Rams. Uh huh. Who was yesterday? Green Bay over the Rams. Yeah. Bills over the Ravens. Uh huh. Buccaneers over the Saints. And what's the last game that I'm forgetting? Chiefs over the Browns. Oh, okay. So you did. Okay. I Way mean, to be. maybe I didn't. We well, can go back and listen well, a lot. I went three and one, so that that's not bad either. Yeah. I mean, I just had to follow you for most of it. Uh, so I I I'm going to pick Kansas City if Patrick Mahomes plays, toe and all, ho- hobbling around and all. Because I mean, again, you actually the, sit in the pocket for the, once the and big, deliver the ball. Well, the big right toe, but that that offensive line's pretty good. I'm gonna bet that Clyde edwards Hilaire is gonna be back. They're gonna be able to run the ball a little bit better. Um, I don't think they even did a bad job running. No, they did running the ball. They yesterday. didn't miss him too much. He actually did pretty well. Clyde edwards Hilaire. They ran right. They ran the ball for 123 yards yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes, before you went out, was twenty-one of thirty-two, fifty-five, and a total QB one touchdown, no picks, and a total QBR of seventy-six. He he was unbelievable yesterday. It, it would have been a two-score game had Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Browns had no answers. So there, so there you go. A wrap up of the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, again, I like the Chiefs if Patrick plays. I like the Bills if. Um, if Patrick doesn't play, but I expect this to be a very close game. Now to the NFC. Buc- Buccaneers and Packers. Buccaneers and Packers. Spoiler alert, Buccaneers and Packers. Uh, wh- where do you want to start? You want to start... Um... Do you want to wrap up the last two? Well, no, games? yeah, yeah. Wh- which game do you I mean, want? I mean, I'd skip over Green Bay. Green Bay won. Surprise. Uh, the one thing I do want to talk about, first of all, Aaron Rodgers is on fire right now and yeah. I may have to attend so I think he should be the MVP I said a couple yeah, weeks, that's fair I, I said that I thought Patrick Mahomes deserved to be the MVP Aaron Rodgers has been well, on. what's Aaron Rodgers getting ranked over who, who Aaron Rodgers was 23 of so he is the better QBR those you're talking about the top two no yeah quarterbacks yeah absolutely in the NFL Aaron Rodgers was 23 of 36 296 two touchdowns and a total QBR of 92 He's, he is thrown 48 touchdowns leads the league five interceptions leads the league QBR of 84.3 leads the league he is seventh in total yardage and that's it yeah, he, he, he's he been really good. Okay, so Pat, Aaron Rodgers, you get my vote for MVP. That is official. Stamp that. Okay, okay. great. Um, One thing I did want to talk about, our, Jared Goff wasn't terrible. He was 21 of 27, 174 yards, one touchdown, no picks, a total QBR of 84 and a half. They ran the ball for 96 yards. They lost 18 and 32. Jared Goff got that big, massive extension about three years ago, so I think he has two years left on his deal. Or maybe it was two years ago and he has three years left. Either way, are his days in L.A. numbered? It came out, or it was talked, that Jared Goff kind of gets into these turnover windmills where he just starts turning the ball over. He got that into late during the regular season and kind of lost all of his confidence. When Jared Goff is on and that offense is clicking... He's probably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Tied for 31st with 13 interceptions. He he was – plus he had more uh, fumbles on top of that. Um, it, so a couple uh, – Joe Buck was talking about it um, last week against the Seahawks that maybe Sean McVay was start when he had to bring in John Wolf for, for because uh, Jared Goff broke his thumb that maybe he – Sean McVay was kind of happy that he had to do this. Um, so are Jared Goff's days in LA numbered? I mean, if you're if you're Los Angeles, if you're the Rams, you gotta ride with this because quarterbacks. Yes, quarterbacks are a dime a dozen, but good quarterbacks are rare, and you can get to the Super Bowl clearly with Jared Goff. However, can you can. Now Seattle, Arizona, San Francisco is still going to be good. Now you're going to be in a tough division. So I, going forward, just keep an eye on you're in an old division though. Besides, like it, it's clearly an up and coming for the Cardinals and the 49ers in that division. 
It's clearly the right. power no, is changing no, you're, in that division. The Seahawks and the Rams are, are the old hats in that yeah. division. No, you're absolutely right there. You're you're absolutely right. But the the power I still think exists with the old hats until the I, I think that this the twenty twenty one season um will could be different. Yeah. So just something to keep an eye on. If Jared Goff struggles next year, I think you're going to hear a lot of noise about it. the Rams should they move on, especially as all of his guaranteed money starts coming to a close also, there. shout out to uh, to Cal. I've just, I forgot about them. They were both Cal quarterbacks. And yeah, Yes, they are. Yeah. Yes, they are. Uh, Jared Goff and Aaron Rodgers. I don't know who led the league in interceptions this year. I think it might have been Carson Wentz. I could look it up. Um, but, I mean, it was not like – it's not like – well, no, no offense. If he's tied for thirty well, first in interceptions, well, that means he's second to last. Right. right. But Tom Brady has twelve, and that means, and he's what tied for twenty eighth, because that's how that works. Like right. you, then you, it's the number of players, mm-hmm. then you go up. Right. Like twelve and thirteen, one interception splits the difference. Right. It's not like no. I think it was. Uh, was it Philip Rivers? Maybe I, I understand that, but L. A. was really hot to start the season, weren't they? They beat the Eagles. They beat they beat the Eagles, the Rams. They should have beaten the Bills, but they had a huge. They lead are in, the Rams there. But I'm sorry. They they beat the Eagles, the Cowboys. Should have beaten the Bills. Beat the Giants, the night the Washington Football Team, and then they lost to the Niners, beat the Bears. And then lost to the Dolphins, and so before- you just you everybody they beat. You were talking about the crappy NFC East, the Bears who drunkenly stumbled their way into the playoffs, yeah. the Dolphins who should have been there instead of the Bears, except they're in different divisions and or different. Well, uh, he played well un- until they start until they started uh, playing good teams, right? Yeah. So I think I think the I think that speaks more for the offense than for the quarterback. Yeah, honestly, I think that's what that says. If anything, to me, hot take, it speaks more for Sean McVay than it does for Jared Goff. Well, this offense hasn't been the same ever since Todd Gurley. Oh, for wasn't sure. when when you're, Todd Gurley was in his prime for that year for that eighteen months where he was that. amazing. So, this offense was unstoppable. So there's two ways of doing things when you're a GM. Mm-hmm. The two extremes is give everybody a max contract figure out how to do the cap later mm-hmm. or pick one or two people to give money and hope that you can develop and draft well, which Wait. is the, not, which is the, di- the differences. Uh, great examples. I'm just trying to think here would be think kind of like the Eagles, not well, necessarily. Well, well, the Rams and, are well. The Rams are actually doing that right now. They've given max contract to a few people, and then they've actually drafted really, really well. Yeah. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, and Jared Goff. Right. Yeah, those, but those are the. But two of those people, well, one of those people, is not on the team anymore, and that's on your defense. No, Jalen Ramsey's on the Vikings. No, maybe. he's not. No, who am I thinking of? Jalen Ramsey was like the, the best. He might get Defensive Player of the Year who this am I year. Thinking of? I have no idea. Are you sure? I am positive. You positive? I am one hundred and thousand million percent positive. Yeah, Los Angeles Rams. Okay. I don't know who you were thinking of. I don't know who I'm thinking of. I was on the Jaguars for He was. He, yeah, and they, they signed him. They didn't draft him. That was on a development. No, they traded for him. Oh, that's right. No, I, I'm who talking. Who the flip am I thinking? Of? I don't know, but it, anyway, who was the guy that? Who was the guy that played for? He was playing for the Vikings week seventeen, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, he's doing great," and then they threw the ball to him right at him, and he like, I don't remember what it was. I'll look it up. Continue on. Okay. Well, I you were going somewhere with that. I that, oh, that no, was, I was you, that was that your point, dude. They're the two, they're I, was, two. I was trying to talk about Aaron well, Rodgers and wrap to that me up. Wrong, and I was trying to 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 say like there are two ways of doing it. Right. When it comes to developing, there's the development and there's the buying aspect. And I feel Correct. like for the Rams, they're kind of running into this problem where it's possible that your development isn't as good as you think it is. Uh, 
on the offensive side of their ball. The defensive side of the ball was actually really, they had a lot of rookies in the secondary and they all played pretty well. Um, I don't know why. First of all, they need to protect Jared Goff better. That offensive line is getting extremely old. Uh, Whitworth, the left tackle, he's probably going to retire. So they're going to figure out the offensive line. And then they have Cooper, they have Cooper Cup, who did not play. And they have Van, a new rookie, Van Jefferson, but they don't have that that guy who can kind of take the top off the defense like Brandon Cooks did when he was there. And they Los traded An- him because he was too expensive. Los Angeles uh, was, sorry, the Rams were tied for first in the league in sacks, third in the league in turnovers a game. I'm um, just trying to look. Where was their defense ranked for total yardage? It was number one in some category. And sacks. They were yardage. I don't even know what that ranks them. Top 10. I think they're eight roughly for for yardage. Uh, total defense. I think pass defense, though, they're first. So Yards a game, obviously. Yeah, yards a game, pa- pass defense, they're first, and then rushing, they're something. So I think overall, if you add it up. They are not first for passing defense. Who is? The Ravens were. Oh. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Let me sort by this. It might help if I... You're going to do that. Oh, never mind. The Packers were, actually. In pass the, defense? The Packers have a very good ranked defense. Okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. So, anyway, moving on. I think the Rams, Sorry. if Goff continues to not play well, moving forward, just to wrap up that point, I think that next year, look to the sports media to start kind of talking about how Jared Goff needs to move on. That's fair. Meanwhile, we're going to the Packers. Packers, this is your championship window. You have about three more. You have about two after this year. I would say you have two more years of prime Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers that can get stuff Oh, that's Jalen Ramsey. Never mind. For some reason, I was thinking Jalen Ramsey and Vikings went together. Anyway, continue. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, glad that dumb point was wrapped up. Um, <laughs> so, Packers, yeah. your championship window is now. You are taking on the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers, I have in my notes, the out-Saints, the Saints. The Saints came in, wanted to play great defense, wanted to run the ball, and create turnovers. That's what they did in their two previous meetings. And that's what... And they weren't able to do that. The Buccaneers actually did that. The Buccaneers ran the ball. The Buccaneers forced three turnovers. Three interceptions uh, from Drew Brees. The... Uh, and this game started out very poorly for the Buc- for the Buccaneers. Especially special teams-wise. The Saints almost returned two punts to the house. Correct. But turnovers really cost them. Tom Brady was Tom Brady, of course, doesn't really make mistakes in the playoffs, and that went nice. This was probably that was probably Drew Brees' farewell. Drew, from a diehard football fan and someone who liked loved watching you play because you were short and you're my height and my stature, retire. It's time. You can't sling it anymore. You can't throw the ball down the field, and that's what this offensive is missing. They had to bring in Jameis Winston last last night to throw the one touchdown because you couldn't physically get the ball that far. It was like watching Peyton Manning in that Super Bowl and Peyton's last game ever where Peyton's arm is kind of just like half hanging off. Like, Drew, it's time. Really, I think Drew wanted to retire when they lost to the Rams after that blown call, mm. the pass interference blown call. Yeah. I think that was the season where Drew really wanted to retire because he wanted to go to the Super Bowl, possibly beat Tom Brady, and then retire. Um, but not such as luck. So the Saints got out Saints uh, by their division rival. Tom Brady was 18-33, 199 yards and two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette, uh, 17 carries for 63 yards. However, he was monumental in the passing game with five receptions and 44 yards and a touchdown. Um, they had 127-yard total Tampa as a defense. So in one division, we have two quarterbacks under the age of 26. The AFC is all about the young quarterbacks. In the NFC, we have two quarterbacks, both 37 and older. 
Awkward pause. Awkward pause because, again, this is a game really hard to predict. So here's my thinking. The better defense, the Packers, Packers have the better defense. Correct. That is very evident. Even yesterday, the Saints really, Drew Brees was 19 of 34, 134, 100 and 190 total passing because Jameis Winston had that 56-yard touchdown. Three interceptions, and they and the Saints only ran the ball for 104 yards. Saints only had 20 points because they got t- the two punt returns long punt returns that set them up in scoring position. Now, you could say that the Buccaneers Buccaneers had 21 points off of three turnovers. They scored every time on a short field. So really, it came down to field position, and the Buccaneers won that. Tom Brady had been hot, but against previous defenses, to finish this, to finish the season when they were hot, he played the Rams... The Vikings, the Falcons, the Lions, and the Falcons again. And against the his last four wins, um, the Vikings didn't make the playoffs. The Falcons were awful. The Lions were awful. And the Falcons, again, were awful. They scored 26, 31, 47, and 44. And now against Washington, they scored 31. And against the Saints, they scored 30. So I'm going to just assume that against the Packers, they're going to at least score 20 points. But... The hotter quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. The better defense is with Green Bay. Home field advantage, it being cold, that is, is with Green Bay. Now, that won't affect Tom Brady because he played in New England for all this time. But it might affect the other players on the offense. Aaron Rodgers right now is playing out of his mind. Oh, and by the way, passing yards. So, Aaron Rodgers is playing out of his mind and the the Buccaneers give it up in passing. Right. Yes. They're I'm sec- just going to the, prove yeah, whatever no. point you're about so, to make with Aaron Rodgers. Right. No. Okay. So that's fair. But the Buccaneers do have the number one rush defense in the league. Yes. Or, or they did during the regular well, season. It's 95 to 96. You're not wrong. It's close. Okay. It's not there. Uh, okay. Excellent. However, it's Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. It's Tom Brady with Mike Evans, Marquise Godwin, yep. Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski, yep. Brait, Scotty Miller. Just all sorts of weapons. And Ty- Tyler Johnson, the rookie, who Tom Brady says that he lo- he loves this rookie so much. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones. So could I see... Could I see how this game should go down, which is a 31-27 Packers win and the better quarterback wins? Yeah, but could I also see Tom Brady showing up and being, well, the greatest quarterback of all time and having a near-perfect game and beating Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. And and flexing his... Because Tom Brady has this demontra to him that he doesn't want to be challenged for the greatest of all time. And when he is when he goes up, Against a quarterback who threatens that, yeah. he normally shows out. That's a that's a really good point because I wanted to ask you this question. Yep. Does Aaron Rodgers go into the start going in if he wins? Mm-hmm. Does he get to go into the conversation of greatest of all time? Does he win the Super Bowl? No, he doesn't get to go into that conversation until he wins the Super Bowl. Okay, so that might that leads to my second. Even if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. Does Tom Brady cement as the GOAT, the undisputed GOAT of greatest quarterback of all time I, if he wins? I Yes. When, you mean at the point he retires? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Because he will have the most rings. Yeah. And he will he will be first in every passing category. Yep. I say to be the greatest of all time. When you retire, you have to have at least two Super Bowls, and you have to at least be number one in some passing category, preferably with a different team. Like that's the thing for me, right? If he if he was in New England this year, right, it would be like oh he had Bill he had Bill all the time, right, right. So can't. I guess that's a good another because Peyton Manning did go from Indianapolis to Denver and got better. Now Tom Brady's doing about the same. He did throw twelve picks. Peyton was that one record-setting year, but Peyton went in first in passing yards. Now Drew Brees has since uh, passed that, and Tom Brady has since because of Drew's injuries is passing him slowly, and because Drew's probably going to retire. Tom Brady's going to go in, basically ranked number one in completions, passing attempts, yardage, 
touchdowns, blah, 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 blah. Games played, all that, right? So, in my mind, to be the greatest of all time, you have to have at least two Super Bowls and you have to finish your career at least in one, in number one in some passing category. It, being, it has to be a good passing category, not number one in interceptions because that's just Brett Favre and you're just not right. Yeah. You, you get what I'm trying to say. Yes. So... I think Aaron Rodgers, then no. Then, yes, Tom Brady will have cement. He, I think he has cemented right now that he's the greatest of all time. Now, whether Patrick Mahomes and these other quarterbacks who are coming in pass him, I don't know. Um, yeah, I I don't. So, you want me to make a pick? Yeah, that's what I was going to go to next. I don't know is a perfectly fine answer. I was just wanting to get your my opinion. my problem is I don't like to go number one seed and number one seed, and I just pick Kansas City. You pick Kansas? No, no, no. You pick Kansas City if Patrick Mahomes plays. Right, but yeah, it's most likely going right. to happen. But just to be clear, you picked you picked Buffalo if Kansas if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play. So this this is really to set it up for you mm-hmm. as you're thinking. Yep, three and a half. Spread mm-hmm. over under fifty one. Yep. Money line basically even. Yep. Uh, fifty. The ESPN's favoring the Packers. We got the War of the Twelves. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Yep. Aaron Rodgers MVP season. Tom Brady coming back with so many weapons and just owning the playoffs like he does. Yep. We're in Green Bay. On a Sunday afternoon. Sunday night. 3.05 p.m. It's a Sunday oh, afternoon. It is. It is uh, sorry. I thought that the AFC got it's the It's on Fox. Side. We got Joe Buck, Troy Aikman calling the game. Tom Rinaldi and Aaron Andrews. Are they calling the game or are they on the sideline? They're on the sideline. Okay. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Who do you got? I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to take the hotter quarterback, the, sl- the better passing defense and one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time to beat the greatest quarterback of all time, a good offense, but a worse passing defense. I'm going to take Green Bay minus three and a half because again, I think it's at least a four to five to seven point game it's a one score game and i'm going to take the over i think actually a lot of points really get scored here you yes. think it's you think well, it's well, not going to be that type well, of defensive it, battle it's 51 so both teams have to like one team has to get to it can be like 27 it can be like 27 or 28 24 sure, sure. right and i definitely see that happening okay I, so I'm taking Green Bay and I'm taking Kansas City. All right, we'll preview the Super Kansas Bowl. City. This one's for you. I, so, I think that's Cleveland. That is Cleveland. Um, so you want to talk? Moving on. Yeah, ladies. I, I mean, I ladies, mean, did, gentlemen, his picks in. Did, did I do that? Did I do that segment upright? I think you did. All right. I honestly did. I think we set it up nicely. What's your favorite board game? That is okay. Payday, underrated boy. Really? It's not my favorite board game. It is up there. Um, I think you have to do classic. So no expansions, no nothing. Favorite board game, specifically no cards involved, um, besides like Monopoly or something yeah. like that. Um, that's hard. I'm going sorry. You're going sorry? You, dude, I, sorry's cutthroat. If you play two-person sorry, sorry yeah, can get cut. It can get thrown. Uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm going to stick with it, and I'm going to stick with Payday. You're in with Payday. Do and they still even make Payday? I don't know how. I don't think Payday is a mainstream game. For anybody who doesn't know what Payday is, you I gotta look it up. I don't even think it's a game anymore. I mean, I'm sure it is. Payday is basically you have to go through the month and have the most money at the end. We, mom, remember when mom used to play that for our math class at school? Sure, it was a great example. Well, on, it, it wasn't on our like monthly okay. budgeting. But before everyone jumps on our mother, she didn't actually make us play that. For that wasn't our math class. We had other we we were homeschooled growing up, and my mother was the our obviously the person so, who taught us. She, she didn't. We did a curriculum on top of that. This was just, payday was an exercise. Yeah. To get a break from payday the curriculum. is still made. It has quite the facelift. Doesn't? Yeah, you can see it here. Oh, it does. Yeah. So this is just the one version here. We'll pull it up on Walmart here. Um, 
quite the face. Mm. A very 21st century. It's a. It's, it's only a sixteen dollars. Yeah. And there was for, ga- the for ages eight. Not, but let me wait. Let me see that board. Can you zoom in, zoom in on that board? Yeah. It does. That doesn't really look any different. Not much. Sorry, my mouse is being super stupid. I apologize. Is the battery dying? Batteries might be dying. Who knows? Do you need a new battery? Oh wait, nope. It just came back to me. Maybe yes. So I mean, it just upgraded. Graphics. It lo- it's yeah, not, it's it not looks very different. similar. I mean, happy birthday! Yeah, I like the. It looks like the other ones better. Oh, that daylight like savings time square. I always hated. Yeah, everybody hated. hated it. But that's one of the reasons that I like it. I don't know. Un- unless if you were at the beginning of the month, then you got to go back to payday and get paid again. Yes, that was pretty. And good. that was in the rules. That was not a house rule that we made up. That is true. Um, Sorry, you can. Sorry, there's. You can t- you can you can catch a body with sorry. I oh, think. for sure. I think yeah. of the two games, if I'm battling them head to head, yeah, sorry's the better game there, for sure, hands down. Well, sorry's also quicker. That is true. Well, I mean, payday you can play as many as you as many months as you want. You can play as many months as you want. True. Yeah. What card game are you going with though? Ooh, card games are hard. Um, I think you have to go with Uno. I was just thinking that, I think, yeah. Like you have I, it sitting I, here, but I, like you gotta go with Uno, it's right? Like Uno, like not specific, like Uno for anybody in Lancaster County. There's Dutch Blitz, but they're the Mennonites are always gonna be better than you at that. <laughs> so you might as well not even. So you play might that. as well not have that. Um, the Lancastrians. Wh- which the way. one can you take the soul? Which one can you catch a body or take a soul more? And I Uno or sorry, and I think it's Uno, right? I, it's definitely because Uno. if you get on a uh, two. Two person at least. Oh, for sure. I mean, which is uh, to I, be fair, with really all the, draw the only for... fun way to play Uno. No, it's with it's only with two, two people. When you guys have four people, it's like it's not as quick. You can go really fast. Right. Play fast Uno unless because like you're just like draw two, draw two, draw yeah. four, draw four, reverse, yeah, like, skip, bam, bam, skip, bam, bam, yeah. bam, up and down, up and down. Oh, I went. Yeah. Yeah. So and I mean, there's other fun card with, games. That okay, come so out, but... so which game is overrated? I I Monopoly. let me tell you. Monopoly's overrated. I'm gonna give you another game, and it's actually a. We haven't talked dice games either. Well, it's actually a kind of uh, I don't know what you would call this. It's the um, apples to apples or the uh, cards against humanity uh, yeah. or that what do you meme game? Yeah, that sort of game where you like party, a straight up party. Game. Right, right, where you read a card and then everyone has yeah. to throw. Yeah. What would it, like? Now you're just varying on who. Now you're it's just a popularity playing, contest. Yeah, you're playing to who has the funnier sense of but humor. I, don't think I just those find games it overrated. So, I think those are just the worst games. No, but people, love, especially Cards Against Humanity, everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, it's so funny!" We were dying laughing. I'm like, I'm like, midget bowling, like, I don't understand. Insert any inf- offensive things here. It's not that funny, right? It, like, Our I mean, midget bowling that. was a Cards Against Humanity card, which is the only reason I bring it up. But like, but there's a there's a different side about that. Um, what was that one game? What was that? It had the pieces of paper that you had to guess whose answer was who. I forget what that was called. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're talking. That was a little that, bit better. Because that was better. You got to pick the comedy. Right. The comedy wasn't picked for you, so right. you could go as, you know, if you had a dark sense of humor, you can go, you know, dead orphans. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you could, you know, go Elmo Sun- got sunsh- run over by a reindeer, right? Sunshine so, and rainbows. Right. Yeah. You can. You got to pick your. You know. I like how you said you could go dead orphans, or you could go Elmo okay. got run over by, and that's it's the exact a- same kind of humor. I mean, that's just that is what. Chief goes. Andy Reese says before concussion protocol, Patrick Mahomes might have returned to Sunday's game. Okay. So he was planning on coming back in, cool. but then they ran him through concussion protocol. Okay. Yes. So at this point, I I'm going to guess he's gonna play again. Watching the replay of Patrick Mahomes, it didn't. He didn't hit his head anywhere. He got hit in the shoulder. Yeah. And then really, I thought he got dragged, and his foot, his bad foot, got pinned underneath him because he got rolled. Yeah. And I thought that's why he was out, but then he stood up and almost fell over. Yeah. But his head never hit. Now that doesn't mean can't have brain trauma from right. that as i hit myself in the head here you know your head you can still the anyway. head can still move around especially if you get whiplash from that hard hit yes duke okay. do you have anything to say no no i'm just, just gonna just, lick the mic i'm just chilling in a spot uh coaching in the nfl yes let's get to that now that we talk some board games um last topic so thank you for sticking with us 
or not. Thank you for sticking. I mean, with we're us. we're right over an hour, so oh, I think oh. we're gonna do a single episode. Oh, what yeah. Do you do? Duke wanted his spot. Oh. He wanted to join the bros on the are, couch. Are you good, bro? Yeah, he's fine. He had a rough time at Grandma and Grandpa's. You did not have a rough time at Grandma and Grandpa's. Well, when everybody was over, he had a rough time no, at Grandma and Grandpa's. There. Merry Christmas. Okay. okay. Let's so, talk some coaching. Some NFL. Yep. NFL coaching so only changes. only four or five coaches have been hired so far. We okay. obviously have like a few coaches out. I'm also going to throw a few, a few different ones at GMs you too. GMs in there? GMs and okay. some uh, yep. just some quick hot takes for coordinators. So obviously – Lions hired – by the way, Lions hired uh, the director of scouting, the Rams director of scouting, yeah. who is an African-American. The Rams have two people hired who were of color, um, and so they're getting two third-round draft picks for that because they developed oh. minority coaches or executives. Yeah, because of the div- div- diversity rules. The I forget di- there's a specific uh, rule. There's a it's guy. It's called Jim... Something. It was like the Falcons owner or something like that. It was uh, an owner of somebody who was yeah, since passed yeah, away yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, Urban Meyer. Jacksonville Jaguars. Great, great hire. Couple things, though, to note. First of all, he's not... He's a great motivator and a great teacher Yeah. and a great analyzer of why his team is either doing poorly or doing great yeah he needs to surround himself with an excellent staff this is the this is nothing new which he's not bad at right this is the exact same of him at ohio state as soon as he got ryan day as soon as he got a great defensive coordinator they won the national championship game okay they clobbered michigan and they won the big 10 and you know so on and so forth He's going to have to hire an NFL offensive coordinator and NFL defensive coordinator. He has already been in talks with, oh, some defensive coordinator that just lost in the playoffs. I can go look. Some head here. coach that just got fired, I think. Uh, I think it's um Jacksonville Jaguars. Wait, that's – sorry. Duke is now about to knock. Uh, oh, oh, he did it. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Sorry. Uh, let me see here real I can quick. Pull one up. I think – it's probably Anthony Lynn. No, it was defensive side of the ball. Oh. Either way, he will just have to surround himself with a good staff, which he is more than capable of doing. Todd Bowles is interviewing for the Eagles head coaching job today. I'm um, not surprised by no that. No one cares. Uh, David, nope. They, no, that's the Atlanta Falcons. Sorry, Jacksonville. Um, Joe Cullen. Mm. The Ravens defensive line coach, Scott Lineham, former LSU. That's from the onside. And, um, oh, interesting, Raheem Morris, the Falcons. That's who it is. It's Raheem Morris. Okay. It's Raheem Morris. So I think that uh, Raheem Morris and him are going to get together. So anyway, that would be a good fit. So as long as Urban Meyer, I'm going to assume he's not going to take Justin Fields. He's not going to be an idiot. They have not hired a GM, which probably means Urban's getting all the power, which means Urban's getting draft, final draft say and all that, which he then should take Trevor Lawrence. I think that this is a good hire. This will put butts in the fans. They're going to win games in a very, let's be honest, weak or very, not weak, very winnable AFC South. Yeah. You have the Titans who only won 10 games. You have... Or one eleven games, Colts one eleven games, Texans are might not even have Deshaun Watson at the end of the season, which is a whole nother rant waiting to happen here in another week or so by me. And um, and then you have the Jaguars. He told his today. He told fans not to uh, protest yeah, for him. For, which why? Now we're just protesting for. <laughs> by the way, Jacksonville. Uh, I can't. Five, four different GM interviews including lewis riddick uh rick smith which why but none since they hired urban uh i'm assuming not. i'm assuming urban's getting all the power so i would too i i think that they're a six win football team the other thing is the thing with him about uh, an ohio state why he left florida why he left ohio state is because he started losing and he doesn't handing handle losing very well he's going to lose in the nfl and you're going to lose a lot and you just have to be okay with it can he do that Let's see. And also, I like how the cyst in his brain that what everyone was talking about when his last season at Ohio State, that was such a big deal, is now no longer Oh, and how he... Such a storyline. I don't think he also has to worry about the other reason that he always leaves was because he had, like, 
bad. Like he didn't hold his players to high standards oh, or whatever. Right. No, yes. He so I, I think for Jacksonville especially, yeah. Rockstar hired I'm just concerned about the other aspect, but I believe I think he's the greatest um he's one of the greatest college this coaches is also of all his time. First NFL job. NFL job. Yes. Um and I think a little bit driving this is Jim Harbaugh. I really, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that Urban Meyer hates Michigan and hates everything about Michigan. And the fact that Jim Harbaugh, yes, he beat Jim Harbaugh over and over again in college, but Jim Harbaugh could still hold the, I won 70% of my games in the NFL. Yeah. And I turned San Francisco around in literally one year and went to three straight uh, NFC championship games and a Super Bowl and probably should have won that Super Bowl if it weren't for a non-holding call in that. Man, referees really suck yeah, in they, big NFL games Yeah, the NFL needs to get better at the referee As in, in big games especially. Just give yeah. them some help in big games. Yeah, we never complain about it in college football. I mean, we complain about it in college football, but it's never like, oh, yeah, that was that one thing. Uh, Los Angeles Chargers. You hiring. Before you start a rant. Hiring who? A Brandon Staley. That's right. The Los Angeles Rams defensive coordinator. Don't like it. You're taking him from young coach. Yes, I get it. So you're going to try to grow together with Justin Herbert. Fine. That's whatever. Problem is, what is my rule? Defensive coordinators without Hall of Fame quarterbacks should not be head coaches. Because when things fall apart, offensively, your team is going to suck and you're going to get fired anyway. I don't like it because Justin Her- Herbert still needs to match rate. So basically this comes down to who's going to be his offensive coordinator again and again and again. Because Justin Herbert, as all as it looks right now, Justin Herbert is going to give a lot of offensive coordinators the opportunity to be head coaches in this league because of how good he plays. Yeah. Okay. But. Stanley is coming from an organization of Sean McVay where Sean McVay clearly has made a good organization. Yeah. They the only year they did not make the playoffs, they still won 9 games. They went 9 and 7. They made a Super Bowl. They have a good defense. He clearly knows how to coach a good defense. However, he has probably one of the best all-time defensive line men in the game sure. in Aaron Donald. Sure. And then he has a freak of an athlete outside on the corner in Jalen Ramsey. Do I believe that he learned from Sean McVay how to create a winning culture, which is what the Chargers need? Yes. But you went defensive to try to mature a young quarterback that still needs help to grow. So I will not be surprised if Justin Herbert makes a regression, and I won't be surprised if Stanley's out of a job in four years. However, the Chargers are very loyal to their head coaches. Anthony Lynch probably should have been fired at the end of – last season not the season that just concluded um so i don't like this hire yeah so cbs is getting a c yeah giving them a c which i think is fair now dude, watch him do the best fi- out yeah. of everyone <laughs> dude five years ago was coaching division three john carroll university i'm i'm not saying he can't coach yeah he clearly can coach i just Again, everyone knows I have a thing. Listen to this podcast where it talks to me. Defensive coordinators without Hall of Fame quarterbacks, it's an uphill it's an uphill battle. Right. Even defensive coordinator or with a really, really talented OC. Like an app like a Josh Daniel level OC. Or right. Or y- you gotta be someone like Belichick yeah. that gets everybody on the same page and that can know what adjustments to make yeah. offensively. Again, Okay, so this game is going to be called Like It, Love It, or Hate It. Okay. I'm going to say I hate that one. Okay. I'm going to say I love Urban Meyer to okay. Jacksonville. Like, love, hate, Robert Sala to the Jets. Love it. Okay. However, I just got done about ranching defensive coordinators and Hall of Fame quarterbacks don't go together. Same is said. However, I like it because it brings structure to a very unstructured franchise. Yep. I think that's why most Rich Eisen is a Rich Eisen. Yep, Rich Eisen it, it is a diehard Jets. It's a fan. diehard Jets fan likes this for that exact reason. Can he maturate Sam Darnold? Probably not. Joe Sala doesn't do that. Can he create a culture of accountability and winning in a franchise that does not have a culture of accountability and winning? Absolutely, and I believe he will. So the trick is now you have to get. A, you have to get an offensive coordinator and you have to draft well. Joe Douglas is taking over, coming over from the Eagles, who was the director of player scouting, 
We'll, so we'll see how that goes because the Eagles – now Howie Roseman had final say over there. But – so uh, we'll see how Joe yeah. Douglas does. So offensive coordinator is going to be – and then do you keep Sam Darnold? Yeah. And if so, then Sam Darnold's got to be your guy and you got to build his confidence back up because I think it's lacking. Right. Or do you go Justin Fields? Either way, you're starting. You're basically starting over with a young quarterback. Yeah. I'm gonna give Sam Darnold basically a pass. Yeah. I'm gonna say that Sam Darnold basically in his three previous seasons, those were all basically his rookie season because of how terrible the coaching was. Yeah. This is now coming. You've had enough experience where you should, if you get a nice OC, you should be able to jump in and have a nice productive season. Yeah. Twenty-five touchdowns, seven or eight picks. By the way, Doug Peterson's out there. He was not a bad offensive coordinator. He was a bad head coach. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll give you that. Sure. Uh, um, Arthur Smith, Titans, all X offense coordinator to the Falcons. So I would have liked this a lot better if Robert Sala. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this. I like. I like this. Okay. I do not love it, and I'm on the bordering of hating it. You come from a franchise that that clearly Mike Vrabel which is the Titans head coach knows how to establish winning culture he did that with Tennessee so obviously Arthur Smith learned from that and is trying to take it to Atlanta which is what Atlanta needs Atlanta has all the talent in the world to win I mean they blew like four straight 17 point lead fourth quarter lead something like that double digit fourth quarter leads with First time in NFL history. Clearly, they have the talent to win. It's now about just finishing games. So, I'm going to like it because he comes from a culture, but he is young. The other thing, is Matt Ryan going to be there? Are you really starting over? If you're not starting over, if you think Matt Ryan can still play, I like this a little more. If you're going to start, oh, I, I hate this a little I'm going to say, if Matt Ryan is still there, I hate this a little more. If you're completely starting over with a new quarterback and new everything, I'm going to like it a little bit more. I just think it's a room full of, re- like, it's an aging roster, especially offensively with Julio Jones and Matt Ryan. Yeah. The two clear leaders of that franchise, faces of that franchise. Right. They don't got a lot of time. So if they start losing next year, you're probably going to trade those pieces or cut them or whatever you got to do to save money. Now you're given a young head coach in a position. My thing is also about Arthur Smith. You had one of the best freakish athletes of all time at running back. Yeah. However, you did a great job being able to basically make Ryan Tannehill into a top five quarterback yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. So I like it, don't love it, maybe even hate it in another year. Um, real quick for the openings, um, positions that are still up: Detroit Lions, uh, who hired who we talked about. Their G, they hired their GM. They hired their GM. Wait, they they just hired someone, didn't they? I don't think so. La- la- last night, did they? I didn't see anything. Uh, oh look, hang on, hang on, hang on. Lions are expected to hire Saints assist. Yes, that's the uh, so favorite. It's expected. Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell. Um, head coach, tight end. But coach. it is not considered an obstacle. Adam Schefter and Campbell will be the next Lions head coach. Um, so I'm going to like this. Okay. Again, you get a, G, a GM coming from a winning culture who yeah. knows how to draft players, especially on the defensive side of the ball, and even offensively. He he drafted some good players. Then you get a head coach coming from a very winning culture in Sean Payton. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he calls the plays or not, but Matt Stafford is there. You have some good players. But again, this is kind of like the Jets I'm going to like this. I'm not going to love it. Okay. Um, Because mostly I just don't know enough about Dan Campbell. Yep. If I knew a little bit more about Dan Campbell, I'm sure I would love it. But I'm going to I'm gonna strongly like this um, because I think it brings stability again to an unstabilized organization. Yep. Okay. Head coach, any oh, openings uh, go? Houston Texans, there's no real big names on the list. Obviously, we have the standard Eric Bieniemy, so, so, Joe so Brady, just, Jim Just Clark real quick, Cardwell. I want to touch on the Texans. Deshaun Watson said he wants out. 
where that is the feeling and multiple sources around the league, Adam Schefter said this morning, is that Deshaun Watson has played his last down in Houston. That plays a big role. Deshaun Watson, if you want... The problem is Deshaun Watson... They went to Deshaun Watson, for those of you... Mom, let's just be honest. Mom, for... Deshaun Watson, the franchise came to Deshaun Watson and said when they fired Bill O'Brien, who are your candidates for GM? Can you present us some with some candidates? Deshaun Watson presented, took some time, presented them with candidates. They never even interviewed these candidates. They never even brought anyone in. Deshaun Watson, now everyone says, well, you know, Deshaun Watson made it clear. He didn't expect nor wanted or were pushing the Texans to hire any of his candidates he presented, but he wanted them interviewed. He wanted his opinion taken seriously, especially since they came to him. Right. Okay? And they just didn't do that. They just went to New England, where Bill O'Brien just came from, and they didn't get along, and hired that GM. I would be extremely... They, And then he found out about it over social media. The DeAndre Hopkins trade, they didn't call him beforehand to say, listen... We got to do what's right for the franchise. We got to trade DeAndre Hopkins in that big contract of his. And to do that, he found about about that on Adam Schefter's social media. Page. Right. Deshaun Watson's fed up. I do not blame him. But if he doesn't want to be there, he needs to make that clear so that the Texans can try to get a better head coach and so that they can get him out of here. He needs to come out and say, I'm here or I'm not. Um, just make it easy. And I'll agree if he comes out and says, I don't want to be here, that's fine. That's fine, and uh, you don't even have to do it for the franchise, but you need to do it for you because also if you get tr- like if the Jets want you, that could affect their draft plans, and you want the best players around you in New York. Um, Eric, Eric Bieniemy, it was I saw a name keeps popping up. He is, he should be hired for a head coach. He is Andy Reid's offensive coordinator in Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is going to make him a head coach because of how good Patrick Mahomes is, and Eric Bieniemy is very skilled in developing plays problem is chiefs keep winning and as long as you win you can't you're not allowed to interview for other jobs but teams aren't gonna wait around for you like the jets he was the head of the jets i'm sure yeah but the jets can't wait around for them to interview eric Bieniemy and eric Bieniemy to say "Mm, no thanks i'm gonna go somewhere else and then you there are no candidates left the eagles are the only team to have not besides maybe the standard of robert arthur and brandon the people who've been hired yeah to have not have only completed one interview so they've requested to interview a whole bunch of people eric Bieniemy, todd bowles and kellen moore have all been requested so they plan to meet with uh jared mayo and josh mcdaniels and the only completed one they have is Joe Brady. Which means probably Joe Brady isn't it. I would assume not. I'm guessing they're kind of... If if I'm the owner, if I'm the GM, if I want to keep my job, I'm going to take my time with this one. Well, with how uh, much well with- if you're Howie Roseman, yeah, you're taking on a long... Because yeah. you're on thin... Because... If you have another, if this draft and you do and you miss on this sixth overall yeah. pick and this sixth overall pick that that you're gonna have to, if he does not produce and he he doesn't have to be Pro Bowl or whatever, doesn't have to he be Julio ha- Jones. He has to be, he has to produce this year. He has yeah. to give something. He has to play meaningful snaps and have meaningful production. But if you can't, like if you miss, you're out of a job and it's your fault. Yeah, because. Because you can't blame the quarterback if quarterback has no one to throw to, which right. we've been through. And you can't blame the head coach anymore, who, again, I kind of called it, which seemed I, – I tried to tell you Doug Peterson kind of appeared to have like a stick – like he seemed very arrogant to me. I don't know whether or not he was, but from all the reports coming out, he didn't want to go management's – he didn't want to go Howie or Jeffrey Lurie's way, and he wanted to do it his way. That's fine, and you can disagree. Now, people can say Lori's having the power trip. Maybe he is, but listen, if I'm Lori and I'm looking at that and Doug Peterson comes in and says, oh, I just want to promote from within, and within has gotten you four wins, and the year before that you got nine wins, but that was only because the your division was trash. I can't disagree. Um, I think Eagles, 
do you really want to go, Eric Bieniemy? Uh, do you really want to go back down the Andy Tree Reed? Right. So the so you go Andy Reed. You'd like the desperate ex who is trying to date yeah. all his all her friends. All her friends. Yes, that's exactly it. You're you the ex boyfriend. You, you who messed dates up all her friends. You messed up by letting him go because your fan base are is literally runs insane. the franchise. Yeah. Yep. And now you're upset because he finally got over his hump. That's a that is perfect. Yes. Um. Don't go. Don't go down the Andy. And also, don't go get a defensive coordinator. Because you need someone to fix. I mean, you can. You can, but I just. You have a quarterback controversy and you have a quarterback with low self esteem and a rookie quarterback who's not as good as everyone seems to think he is. I. I, the Eagles' job, I think, is the worst job on the market. And so I wouldn't be surprised if they get someone who is not very... That's an interesting question, Is which let's wrap up with this. You do think it's 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 a toss-up for me between Houston and, Eagle, and the Eagles. The e- Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl three years ago and just got fired. Sure, but I'm losing a generational talent at quarterback if I'm taking the Houston. I have to rebuild the Houston Texans because JJ Watt's not happy and Deshaun Watson. No, no, I gone. understand. I understand that, but the Eagles are also way over the cap. True, right? So you got no room. You got a G and all, and like you basically, you almost have no base either because all of your young players haven't really produced anything. You got to rebuild that entire offensive line that is very old. At least three out of the five guys you got to rebuild. Um, you're probably losing Zach Ertz. You're probably you might lose Fletcher Cox. I mean, the, the wide receiving core you got to rebuild somehow. You got to rebuild the quarterback's confidence. The defensive line is is great. That's the strength of their team. You got one good corner who, when he gets really picked on by big time receivers and big time quarterbacks, is not very good because the rest of the they just eat up the rest of the secondary. Your linebackers are trash, too. Oh, yeah. Darius Slay played great this year, by the way. He he did. But, again, when he got picked on exclusively, yeah. you could. But any cornerback, right. if you pick on him exclusively. Except Jalen Ramsey. Debatable. Well, Jalen Ramsey gave up 300 yards total this entire year. That's impressive. That not it? <laughs> That's amazing. I just realized what that actually means over 17 games. That's amazing. Oh man! So I no, I think the Eagles' job is out of the two of them, they're the worst job. They're I would much rather take Houston's job and tr- and come in and really try to repair the relationship. I mean, the first call as soon as I like, if I'm on the phone getting a deal done with the owner, I'm saying, "Did you talk to Deshaun Watson?" And I'm making sure Deshaun Watson knows. I would be. Can I have Deshaun's number? Yeah, right and, now, and, and call him before we sign anything. Right. Yeah. Well, I think that'll do it. We kind of got off on a, two little tangents there between movies and board games, but uh, I don't know. I didn't mind it. Um, thank you, everyone, so much for listening. This has been the 4th and 1 Podcast. Uh, you know where to find us. Um, thank you so much for listening. Again, give us um, – let us know in the comments or on DM our – Or DM us. Uh, what, job is, what job is better to take, Houston or Philadelphia? Uh, Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. Be kind to one another. Make sure you wash your hands. And, um, yeah, we'll all get through this together. Um, Yeah. So, again, like I said, be kind to one another. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been the 4th and 1 Podcast. Peace out.